Welcome back. TV Overtime getting started here. Of course, we're live in the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. Uh, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Nick Muncher is off camera, but uh, he is punching all the right buttons to keep us on the radio, which is now over for the evening. And you all on TV get to uh, hang out with us for about another uh, eight or nine minutes. I mean, I'm done. You said just for the radio, so I'll just... Exit stage left. Well, your your producer is both. Yeah, you can't. uh, (laughs) Sorry, you're you're both. The radio portion is done. It's kind of a fun little format. We get to just hang with our TV audience for a while and and have a good time and and kind of just talk about whatever really comes to mind. And um, you know, I think we we've had now sort of this. I feel like this explosion of various esport type races now. and I wonder, it feels to me, and actually someone said it on Facebook earlier, or Twitter, I think, um, it feels to me like it's almost bordering on overload because you can't keep track of it all. That's true. And iRacing was already tough to keep track of because yeah. every single major division of motorsports that has an iRacing league of some kind. And then on top of that, you have all the drivers that have their own, and you have you know, each team that has their own, and then you know NASCAR Heat does their own on PlayStation and yeah. Xbox and it's it's a lot to keep up with. It's, it's a lot to keep up with. It's crazy, but I, I I love it. I feel like, Nick, this has really provided a huge sort of bucket of fill-in for the void that we all, because we all can't go to the racetrack it, anywhere at this point. It allows us that little bit of normalcy that everybody is searching for in these chaotic times. Yeah. I mean, whether it's an e-race or, or whatever it is, you know, they can get on Twitter and they can see Sealman you know, talking on there about all the live <laughs> well, play-by-play. Play. Well, yeah, they, they can, can hear him. They can hear him, and they can read what he's saying, but then they can get on FS1 and Fox, and they can watch some races, they can yeah. get on Twitch, they can get on Dirt TV and Dirt Vision, and they can they can have some semblance of normalcy. So it's good, and it's fun. If you want to know how totally, like, revered, Jacob Seelman is literally on every single broadcast, it feels like. And here's here's the next... This at the end of the month on the 26th, that's on a Sunday night. Um, my home track, the Oswego Speedway. Now, this is not iRacing, it's called R Factor, it's a different platform, but they actually have super modified leagues and they're going to do a big super modified race on there. And Jacob Seelman and uh Danny Kapazinski from up that way, one of my other proteges, um, are going to be the two guys calling that event. So Jacob's even going to be calling the super modified that he's everywhere. Like you can't that turn brought on a tear a, to your eye, didn't it? That he's calling the super modified. It's race. great because his grandfather, Bob raced supers in the seventies and, and, uh, and early eighties and grew up and, and was racing at my home track when I started going in 1973. And so that's kind of indirectly how Jacob and I got together. So I think it's great that Jacob's going to do that. Look, Jacob is spectacular. He's made a, a, a whole sort of separate brand. That's how he built his announcing brand was on sim racing before it was really, really, really popular. And so I think it's cool that he's doing it. And uh, he and Danny will do a great job. It'll be a lot of fun. Like I said, it's just great to see all the local tracks and series. And, um, you know, we've even got one for junior drivers now uh, and that, that's going on. Um, Mobile One is sponsoring it. Mobile One uh, Junior Esport, Junior Late Model Esport uh, Series presented by Madeira Speedway. And they run tonight, actually, uh, Global Sim Racing Channel 
is the one that's carrying that. But again, that's like a six race series. There is prize money for drivers between like 10 and 17. Last week, Austin Edwards out of California won the the first race. But, um, you know, there's some some real future stars that are racing in that series. And part of that is they get training from Racecraft 1 on every one of the tracks that they're running. So they kind of get one-on-one training. So they're developing their skill set as well as being, yeah. So that one's a little different because it's the only one I know of that's actually building and training. So, um, you know, they, they, they did a great job with that. So race two is tonight, I think from five flags, um, is where there were virtual five flags is where they were tonight. So fun stuff. It's just great to see all of, all of the I racing and, and, uh, and also the other thing I, I've seen a lot more of than what I used to, and I love it, is people are just posting old photos, old race cars, old tracks, so much old footage um, I'm seeing around the Internet, too. So if you're a motorsports fan, even though you can't go to the racetrack, you know, what's come out of this is you've got all kinds of opportunity to go watch racing it's just old footage, or it's sim, and and I again fills the void. And it's probably a lot of races that people haven't seen. You know, yeah. if you think about yeah. it, because they've been doing a lot of historical races lately. I saw Arca today; they actually did the 2008 Toledo Speedway finale, where Justin Allgaier ended yeah. up winning the championship, and that was a huge hit. And a lot of people probably hadn't seen that. Yeah, I think Justin Lofton was in that too, and Justin's yep. a frequent yep. guest Justin on the Inside Pass. Scott Speed, Ricky Stenhouse. It actually came down to Scott Speed and Ricky Stenhouse for the championship. And just Ooh, that's they right. wrecked each other I twice. Scott Speed was, and yeah. Justin Allgaier won the championship. Yeah, that's well, yeah, and that's there again. That was a crazy year for the Arca Series. That too. was Ricky. Ricky had a lot of issues that year, but he ended up winning two championships in the in the Bush Nationwide, whatever it was, series for uh, for for Jack Roush uh, later on, and and so that was a deal where pulling Ricky out of the car and for for a little bit in the Arca Series, the best thing they could have done. Because it settled him down, and boy, once he got into um, the Bush series, he just took right off. Yeah, because he was wild in Arca, and I mean, he was fast everywhere he went, but he would let the littlest things rattle his cage, and Scott Speed seemed to rattle his cage a lot, and they would go back and forth (laughs) every race, it seemed. Scott Speed rattled a lot of people's cages. Well, Scott, (laughs) see, there again, they were almost two peas in a pod, because the types of racing they came from... It was stand on the gas. Ricky came from go-karts and then went up into the sprint cars. And I was watching him at 12 and 13. I was in Memphis at that time watching him run sprint cars around the area and in the open wheel cars, USAC. And it's just on the gas, on the gas, on the gas. He didn't know how to. There was no finesse back then. Right. There, there was no saving the car in Ricky Stenhouse. And in some ways, I think at times there still isn't, even to this day. I think Ricky is a he's he drives the car in deeper than a lot of people do. I mean, it's just he's very much a stand on the gas kind of racer. But that year, uh, gosh, I forgot all about that. But yeah, Scott, you know, Scott went on to run the global global rally series that uh, Steve Arpin was also in. Yeah. Uh, that's no longer racing in America anymore. But um, and I think he broke his back last year, the year before last. Yeah, I know he had um, a big so, injury. I didn't know mm-hmm. what he's it was. He's still recovering from that, too. Yeah, it's, it's well, yeah, and that's, see, there again, he's, Scott was, um, Scott was destined to be an F1 star, and it just never materialized, yeah. so he came over here and actually sort of found his niche in that rally yeah. stuff. He was really yeah. good at that, so hope he can get back into it again. It's, uh, but it's been fun. It's just, you, you got to make the best of the situation. I think the motorsports community as a whole um, which has always been sort of a big family. Um, I think everybody's kind of come together to try and and create entertainment 
since we can't go to the racetrack. I think we've done a great job of that. And uh, we try to obviously try to do that each week on the shows. We thank all of you for uh, tuning in each week and listening to us and watching us. And we look forward to being back next Thursday. Of course, we've got a show on Monday night. Um, here called Lead Lap. So that's coming up um, on Monday. Be back here on Thursday. Have a great weekend. Be safe, everybody. Bye-bye.